Welcome to our podcast for fabrication, our STEMtastic fabrication podcast. Um, that's what our focus is this month. And um, I'm Patty Mabry, and I'm here with two fabulous people from All Saints. And if you would introduce yourself, that'd be great. Hi, I'm Sarah Jordan. I'm a senior at All Saints. And yeah. And I'm Emily Toomey. I am a 12th grade English teacher here, teacher here at All Saints. Yeah, so in one of our prior podcasts, I briefly mentioned this project, but we really wanted to give it some more focus uh, and and attention because I think it was a really important, you know, topic. And what I would like, if you don't mind, is if you could talk about why you gave this assignment, Emily, that would be great. Sure. So uh, to start and just explain a little bit about the assignment, Um, so I was feeling inspired during the month of February in terms of, um, congenital heart defect month, because my baby Madeline is a congenital heart defect child. And I was sitting at home drinking a cup of coffee and I was thinking, okay, well, this is something that this is an issue that really touches my heart and it's real for me as a mama. And I live it every day and I watch my baby struggle. Um, and I know there are so many other babies and families in the world that struggle with this as well. So how can I connect something in my life to my classroom? That way I'm feeling passionately about it and help my students feel passionately as well and connect and relate to the real world. So I'm an English teacher um, and I was thinking, okay, well, what if I have my seniors write a story for these children? Uh, So that's that's how the um, project started. I was going to have my seniors write stories for these children. Um, And I came to class that day and I had them watch a video that showed um, just just a glimpse into the life of a heart baby in the hospital and everything that their families go through. Uh, and then I reached out to Texas Children's Hospital in Houston, and I had, uh, I asked some of the mamas there, I said, um, does anyone want to take part in this project? And within 15 minutes, I had probably 80 responses, and I was only able to take uh, roughly the first 15 or 20 um, um And I took those 20 families and I had them write a bio, a story about their, their child. And they, um, included a picture on there. And then, uh, I created that. I took all of their stories and put them into a PowerPoint presentation and presented that to my class. So we actually got to go through and meet heart heroes and read about their stories. Um, and then I had my students go ahead and choose a heart hero to, to adopt for the project. They got to choose their own child and then they researched their child's heart condition. And then they had to take that research and they had to teach the heart condition to the class. And then, um, this is the part where I was going to have them create a story. Um, but when I got to class about five minutes before, uh, I was to teach, I started teaching the lesson. I stopped and I said, I really want to make this authentic. And I feel like if I tell my entire class of students to write a story to these kids, that might not be authentic because not everyone might want to write a story. Not everyone might feel passionately about writing a story. So how can I change that right now? 
right on the fly, right before I'm about to teach this class, how can I change that story writing element to something where my students can choose how they'd like to uh, create something for these children and do that on their own and use their own creativity um, and do something that they're passionate about. And I told my kids that I said, okay, well, I was going to have you write a story, but now we're changing that up. And, um, we did, and I gave them complete, uh, free reign to create anything that they wanted, anything at all. And that's where the magic happened in my eyes, in my opinion. Uh, and then, um, they had to connect with the families. The last element was connection. Uh, we had a Google meet yesterday. So we had some of the families come in, they got to meet their child through uh, Google meet as a guest speaker. And then, uh, they also were responsible for interacting with the, the parent through email. So they introduced themselves, they, uh, explained a little bit about the project and they went back and forth throughout the course of this entire project, um, and just connected through email and got to know these families a little bit more. So I, I don't think I answered your question. But <laughs> oh, you, you, you did, you did okay. very well. Uh, student agency is, is one of the big parts yes. of what we're trying to do through our innovative world here at All Saints. And you figured that out, you know, as an English teacher, you, you're thinking, I need them to write. I need them to connect this with words. And, and they were able to through emails and through other things, but you, we were able to find their passion. And that's what we really want. You know, that's how we impact lives. I know that's, that's our, you know, mission statement. And I, I truly believe that that's what we are trying to get to at All Saints and, and throughout, not just in our innovative areas in the, you know, but in the classrooms everywhere, all throughout campus. And I'm really excited that you had this project and I got to be a part of it just because I happen to be the fabrication teacher. So um, what did you think, Sarah, as this project was introduced to you? Yeah, so as soon as this project was introduced, I was like really excited because um, in a lot of our classes, you know, it's just like work, like you're given an assignment and you're just, you're on your computer, either typing something up or you're writing or something like that. So I thought this was a little different and just like a good way to learn about something that not everybody may know about. So we, as a class, were definitely really excited. I was very excited to be able to make something because I'm very crafty. I love to like make things and paint and draw and stuff. So um, yeah, I was just very excited and everything. So it was awesome. Uh, and so Sarah approached me. I, well, we have a class together, but it's not fabrication. And uh, I don't know if you grabbed me at lunch or what, but you just you know mm -hmm. pulled me aside and asked me about this project. And then I didn't know what an arc reactor was. I knew about <laughs> Iron Man. I just figured there was something that I was missing. And uh, and then I asked you to send me what, what it was and um, or, or send me information and details on the project. And you did. And I, I was able to look at that. And I was like, heck, yeah, we can make that. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's do it. And uh, and I was really stoked. And, and then it, it was neat to see how the whole thing came together. Um, what did you think when she chose this project? Did you know beforehand or were you surprised afterwards? I was so surprised. And all I kept saying to myself was, wow, I was going to limit these kids to just a story. That's all I kept thinking was I just kept seeing great idea after great idea right. after great idea just roll through. And what they came up with, I never in a million years would have been able to come up with my with my own imagination. And it was right. just so beautiful seeing how creative they are and they're so talented and they really are 
I feel like I would limit them as a teacher if I just had them write a story because that's what I'm passionate well, you're, about. You're an author. Yes. So not I'm, only are I'm you a, a teacher, you're, you're a writer, you're an yeah. author and, um, and super talented yourself, but that's your, you know, your mode of, of, of creativity. That's what you do. And so, and we all tend to, to have what parts of ourselves spill over onto our students. And so the fact that you were able to open that up and think outside the box, you've been trying all year. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've, you and I have been trying to connect all year. What can we do together? It's English. How do we make this work? Fabrication, e-cafe, you know, uh, uh, you know, and, and you're doing it just like you're having students coming in doing podcasts as well. And that's a big part of what we're doing here in the Center for Innovation. And I'm, I'm excited to see more teachers getting excited about what we have to offer here. So I'm really excited about that. <laughs> so uh, I want to know a little bit. Uh, they don't know and they may not have seen the news story. I don't even mm. think it's out yet um, that you were interviewed for the news. Both of you all were. And uh, uh, just because your project just touched so many hearts and we were just, it, it, and it turned out so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you think of the arc reactor? So, uh, Brayden mentioned on his bio that he liked Iron Man. So at first I was going to do like an Iron Man drawing or painting. Um, but then I was like, I kind of wanted to do something more personal. Um, something I could really put a lot of work into. So, Um, I noticed on Iron Man, he has an arc reactor in the middle of his chest and that kind of reminded me of a heart. So I was like, that, that connects in a way. Right. So, um, I looked it up because I didn't know what it was at first and, um, I found a YouTube video on it on how to make it. And I was like, this is totally doable. Like I can do this. And then I brought my idea to you and sent you everything. And we both went and got supplies and everything and built this awesome thing yeah but um it's just something he can take to where he's not going to be ashamed of who he is it's something he can take with him wherever he wants and um remind him that you know just because you do have a heart defect it doesn't make you any less of a person right right and you know to touch on two things one is uh you know she didn't follow the youtube idea, you know, that Mm -hmm. just kind of sparked it. And then everything else, she just, you know, figured out how she wanted to do it. And she wanted to laser cut it. She didn't want it. She wanted it to be sturdy. Um, she wanted it to be something he would last if it was made out of cardboard, as the idea suggested, then it wouldn't have lasted very long. Mm -hmm. She put lights in it. She, um, there's acrylic, there's, uh, there is some cardboard, but she, you know, that all that's reinforced. She just did an, you did an amazing job. It looks really good. It looks so professional. Um, she spray painted it silver and, you know, it's got, you know, it's blue, looks just like Iron Man's arc reactor, which is a heart replacement because his heart stopped working. And so he had to replace, he had to put something in place to keep electrical signals going to his heart. You know, of course it's fiction, but still we're, we're talking about something that would be very true and real to someone that has a heart, uh, disorder and, uh, and defect and, you know, wonders is something going to happen? Is my heart going to continue? And you know, how long am I going to live with this? And, 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 and I've got something in my hand that's going to make me feel safe, make me feel strong. And, um, I just can't imagine how, you know, this child's going to feel. Has, has he, has he gotten it yet? He has not. He has not yet. Okay. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about how that, you know, ends up coming about Mm -hmm. because you all meet soon, don't you on your, your Google meet? Yes, we should be meeting. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try to set that up. Uh, We had one yesterday. He couldn't meet. Um, 
but hopefully we can try right. to, it's tough because the kids are in school when we're in school. Oh, absolutely. Um, we're all in school and, yeah. and COVID and everything else, just trying to figure all, all these parts out. Um, so how did you feel having multiple teachers involved in your project? Did it seem weird to you uh, connecting one class to another? Um, it kind of felt natural in a way, just because I feel like I have a close bond with all my teachers. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, like anyone here, I feel like is very helpful and will have, will always uh, welcome us with open arms. So um, yeah, it was a very comfortable process. Um, I never was really stressed out about it and was just really relaxed. So that's great. I mean, that's that's the goal, right? And, mm -hmm. and my goal is for more teachers to know that I'm not just here, you know, in my little bubble. You know, my bubble is their bubble. I would I would love for my class to not even be a class anymore. But where the other teachers are using it so often, they can't even have a class in there because students are constantly in and out. And then I'm just helping get people where they're going to help, you know, troubleshoot ideas with, you know, and give you feedback and, and try to make sure you have the materials you need. And that's kind of the goal for this program, you know, and you are, you're part of Copper Roof Media. And so, you know, mm -hmm. we've got the, the marketing aspect and we've got all, you know, we have so many different avenues that we can take with every single class. It's just a matter of getting all the teachers and, and parents and students to know that how oh, the sky's a limit here. So what are your thoughts on now that we've connected, um, Mrs. Toomey, <laughs> now that we've connected and done something together, uh, what do you think, what would be your, your feedback to other teachers? Just find a way to find a way to take whatever you're teaching in the classroom and connect it to the real world. When I bump into my students, and I tell my students this, but when I bump into my students 30 years from now, you know, at the mall or something, if we, we happen to bump into each other, I don't want my students to say, hey, Mrs. Toomey, thanks for um, teaching me how to you know, um, study the author's purpose in a novel because I have a journal by my bedside and every morning when I wake up, I write down the author's purpose of the novel I'm reading. I would run the other way. That is, that's not my intention as a teacher. I think those, those elements are important, but I want to teach my students to take whatever we're doing in the class and relate it to the real world. I'd rather bump into a student 30 years from now that says, Hey, you inspired me by a lesson that we learned. And because of that, now I'm a lawyer. And now I, um, you know, I wrote, I wrote a paper to the city because I wanted them to, um, to create a, a disc golf, um, a disc, I think it's called a disc golf, mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. uh, a disc golf course. Uh, where there wasn't one, where there was a need for one. That's what I want my students to do. I want them to feel passionately about something and be able to have the writing skills to take that to the real world right. and follow their passions. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it does. important to me as a teacher. So that's my goal when I'm in the classroom and when I'm developing my lessons and my plans is how can we do that? So I, I would just encourage other teachers to, to do that as well. And how can we take whatever we're doing in the classroom and relate it to the kids' passions? And let them let them figure out what it is that they, they want to do. Mm -hmm. Some need that structure. Some need you to give them options to choose from. And, mm -hmm. and some just want to come up with their own ideas. And uh, it it's important to let them let them shape their education. 
And uh, as long as you can kind of facilitate to make sure some of those pieces are in there. So, you know, they do well in their SATs and yes, get into college definitely. and they're successful. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, a college professor that was really concerned about writing skills. And mm-hmm. so we obviously need to have that. But uh, I'm really excited that you did this project. And it, it connected with me on so many different levels. And, uh, you know, trying to get girls into the Fab Lab mm-hmm. is important. I have one. <laughs> and I had one last semester. And hopefully I'll have more in the future, especially with people finding out that you did that, that, hey, you know, it's okay. Now, for, for the viewers uh, or listeners, um, we've only had uh, the Fab Lab for this is the fourth year. And so, um, and I'm a female, but I just took over uh, the area. And so we had two males before me uh, leading the class and facilitating the class. And so I'm hoping, you know, my master's degree was, and that's what my thesis was on, uh, trying to get more girls into STEM non-medical related Mm -hmm. STEM subjects uh, because we're lacking. And so that's kind of my goal. So it was really neat for for me to have a female coming up and approaching (laughs) me with an idea that's something they wanted to fabricate. So it was really great for me. Is there anything else you want to share with our, with our viewers, our listeners? Hopefully there are so many of them. Um, hmm. It's a very broad question. What do you feel like you learned from this? Um, you were already craftsy and all of that, but what did, what did you gain from this? I just feel like I've, I put in a, uh, some hard work and that hard work is very important. Um, and that, uh, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, impacting someone else. I mean, what do you think about in terms of, I mean, do you just imagine how he's going to how he's going to respond to this uh, when he receives it. I hope it's a memory that can stick with him for Mm -hmm. a very, very long time. Um, Definitely with like impacting people, like it was very cool to be able to do this for somebody who wants it and needs it. And may not know that they need an arc reactor. Yeah. They're getting one. (laughs) But it would be cool. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. What about you in terms of longevity of, you know, you're, you're going to A&M, super excited about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Clemson fan, but <laughs> Texas A&M, they're sister schools, so I'm totally supportive of this. And, uh, uh, you know, you're going you're gonna to go to A&M, you're going to have a great career someday, you're a solid student, you're a fantastic person, so we all know <laughs> that you're going to be very successful in life and uh, look forward to, you know, you being an alum and coming back and seeing us. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think this project's going to resonate for you? in the future? Um, I think it's definitely going to help with like that school is more than just getting your basic education. It's also about like having experiences like this and, um, impacting people in ways you thought you never could. Mm -hmm. So, um, and in general in life, like you can always go the extra mile for people. Um, yeah, definitely. (laughs) And and maybe if you have a daughter, make sure that yeah, they take some STEM classes because <laughs> they're going to take English. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to take English, but it'd be nice to get them, you know, some exposure. Doesn't mean you have to love it. Just you know, get get some exposure and find out some of the things that, that you may not have learned about in the past. Anything you want to add, Mrs. Toomey? Yeah, I'm just so proud of my students, and I feel like I tell them all year how much I love them, but I really do, and I feel like the time is ticking for how, how long or how little of time I have left with them in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's not enough time. I wish I had these kids for four years, four right. more years, but it's just not enough time. And I am just savoring every last minute I have with them. I just, 
I wait when they come into class. I'm standing at my podium. I'm waiting. I just can't wait for them to come in. And Mm -hmm. I'm just so proud of them. And I just wanted to say thank you to them for helping me learn and grow as a teacher because I know it's teachers' jobs to teach and help them learn and grow. But I feel like they've taught me so much. And even little things like it's okay five minutes before you teach a lesson to steer away from that lesson plan that you had right in front of you because I think that that's where the magic happens more than we know it. So teachers out there, go for it. If you're feeling a gut feeling like you want to go another way, go that way. Just do it. Just do it. Absolutely. Um, You also, I just want to mention this, she uh, switched over to the upper school this year and uh, she was a fourth grade teacher before. And and I know that you impacted so many kids that are coming up that I'm going to get to have in the future, which I'm excited about. Um, What do you feel like how that transition went for you? I loved it. I I really feel like I was born to be a teacher. It's my calling. I agree. And I feel like I could hop into any grade level tomorrow and it would be a learning, it would be a journey for me. Um, But I would love any grade that I teach. I I really would. I just, teaching's my my calling. I just feel so passionately about it. I wake up, I tell my students this too, but I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I make my cup of coffee and I sit down and I create my lessons and it's not work to me. I just get up and I do it because I love every second of it. And this is my seventh year and I'm still not tired. I'm still not burnt out. I love every second. Well, the students have such high, you know, uh, confidence and regard for you they just think you're you're amazing and that you're one of the best teachers they've had Sarah's one of the ones that mentioned that but I've heard it from you know from all of your students and uh, I'm glad I got to to work with your kids and we got to work (laughs) together indirectly but um, and I'm really glad that Sarah decided to use the fab lab thank you all for allowing me to do this project complete this project Really appreciate it. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, thank you, listeners. We appreciate you, and uh, tune in next time. We have more fabrication and uh, a lot of other wonderful things, you know, coming in weeks to come. 